I love you. So I was about to go on a barking spree, so I gotta get this intro out real fucking fast. All right. Thank you, everybody, and welcome uh, back to the Couch Potatoes. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. This is Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast ooh, ooh, about ooh, movies ooh. and TV. This and is I the conclusion, the uh, at least so far, of our Super Scary Franchise playlist. That we started uh, on our first year of the podcast. So uh, crazy. We were so young then. So young then, just a couple years ago. I was still identified as cisgender. <laughs> That's right. And I, I think I had about the same amount of beard. And maybe a yeah. touch less head, more hair. On my head. You also had more, you put more effort into your face. Did I? But now you're, I yeah, now you're more faceless. I'm more faceless now. Kind of stop trying. Now you're just like a, a nose, some eyebrows. I, I appreciate. I appreciate that you noticed that I stopped yeah, caring. Sorry. I'm not so sure that I appreciate that you told the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we got a long one here. We got a well, probably not. You know, who knows? Who knows how long who it'll knows? be? You do. You can you can pick up the the mouse That's and scroll right. down, and figure it out yourself. But uh, here, us, we have no clue. Um, but we're talking Friday the Thirteenth, two thousand nine, the That's remake. Right. And David That's Gordon right. Green's 2018 Halloween, the remake. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the retcon sequel. That's not right. Remake. We can call it Hollow Green. That's right. Hollow Green. That's what I. That's what I prefer to call it. I don't yeah. know if it's caught on with all the kids, but it should. Hollow Green. Zombieween and Hollow Green. That's Zombieween right. and Hollow Green. I like it, man. It's a good way to distinguish them because this is the third or fourth. <laughs> fucking film called halloween like jesus the, fucking christ it, guys it's the third that i know about it's the third in this third, franchise right. yeah until they reboot it again right. when friday the 13th gets its own reboot uh, because nightmare on elm street got its reboot it's the they're all gonna have another reboot i'm sure of it franchise. they're not dead none of them are dead they wait, should be dead wait there's not gonna dead. be another nightmare I just assume there will be. Oh, That's what I'm okay. saying. It's like, okay. we're calling, as you said, we're calling this the end to the playlist because we've already talked uh, Halloween Kills. I that was last that, year. You know, I, I say There's that it's another, the end, but I think maybe we could do one episode another, next year that just for Halloween is ends. Halloween ends and okay. uh, well, Halloween Kills and Halloween ends. And do a I mean, we smash. could. I mean, we've already done Halloween Kills, though. We did that, that last year. You know, I, uh, yeah, that but. I think maybe I don't, we're only going to get better at it. We, you really we did a recast. No, I don't. But I feel like uh, it, it might help. You don't need to watch it to know what's going on in Halloween Ends. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll do a genre smackdown with it sometime. Or Maybe. That'd be fine. Uh, we've, we have done Halloween Kills uh, last year. And then if you want, you can hear my review on Halloween Ends. And bangers and hash. I would love That's to talk true. that for this show as well. But if you go to patreon.com slash green faceless, check out the five dollar tier, you get access to our bangers and hash where we have our own fun little review series about what we've been watching recently. I, I like the cadence you put on that. It was like it was yeah, like, you know, 
It was like it was like if you could do it blase flair, but it was too many sentences, you know. And I added an L <laughs> That's to, what I do. Bl- I do that a lot, where I like place. I just ramble nonstop and then just hope it's like too fast for people to pick up on all the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed this. I noticed this. <laughs> okay, but yeah, so, yeah. This this is technically like the end. Technically, to wrap up what I was saying. Technically, right now it's the end. Yeah, they could always reboot all three of these franchises because some dumb producer out there is like, "Well, they made money before." (laughs) Look at look at what uh, that green fellow did. I I forgot his name. He pissed off a lot of people, didn't he? He sure did, but he made loads of money by putting it on Peacock. Who knew? I know, right? I can't imagine it made that much money. I need to no, know. Actually. No, 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 it couldn't have. But I bet a lot of people were like, "Free Halloween movie? Fuck yeah!" And they watched it. You know they did. I mean, in Peacock, that doesn't. I guess it doesn't cost money to stream it. How much does that cost a month? Uh, Peacock. Uh, it, it is free, but it, there is a premium version that is only four ninety nine. A month. Gotcha. Uh, and no, it's no. not bad. Where we we have it. There's more like, movies and shows movies, on it, yeah, but there uh, also forget what else there is. I think I think the live TV is free too, but maybe you need to pay Peacock to get the live TV. I don't know. Pay your Peacock. Pay, pay your, your Peacock. peacock pay your Peacock. Not a sponsor, but I did. I did see here that yeah, Halloween Ends made quite a good uh, market uh, bounce back profit. That's the word. Uh, uh, his budget was thirty-three million. It made a hundred, hundred million. That's not bad. Halloween kills or ends. Halloween ends. I don't okay. care about Halloween. Well, anyways, we're not talking about either of those movies. We're talking about Friday the Thirteenth uh, right now. We're gonna do that first. Oh my goodness. We're going back. Uh, Marcus Nispel got yes. the. Uh, is that how you say it? What would you? It is. He was the he was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake guy. Okay, I, I don't remember that. enjoying that. But he uh, got to be at the reins for this remake of Friday the Thirteenth. Now they do yes. open up with like this little thing that okay. kind of well, makes it so that it fits into the realm of the third movie. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, they kind of talk yeah. about the events that happen uh, in the first uh, two Marcus movies. Nispel in fact, there is a moment where he gets the mask in this movie, which he got it in the third movie. It was very, it was very underwhelming too. Okay. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just in some ways bad. I didn't even pick up on that, that it is technically a retcon sequel as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. I think this, like, it, it's trying to say, okay, there was some good stuff about that third movie. No, uh, <laughs> But I want to pick up the story from there. And, uh, yeah, they, they did it, I guess, but... A long 15-minute intro yeah, where Jason a, kills some camp counselors. Yes. And I honestly was, I, like, at first I was ready to get to know these characters, you know. Like I know, right? And every movie. And then I was like, wait, he's killing them too fast. 
What's going on? <laughs> I know, right? It's ridiculous. And it's even it's just goofy as fuck because none of these kids, none of the teenagers that he's killing, uh, before he kills them, they're all, you know, smoking, drinking, you know, what camp counselors do around a campfire. But they're not even counselors. They're just they're just there are the, two of them They're convinced the rest of them to go camping so that they could search for a yeah, weed farm that they heard about. Yeah, that's right. They're looking yeah. for the weed farm. I forgot about that. That's what made me start laughing a little, hilariously because I was like, "Is this just Pineapple Express?" Like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I really thought that that was going to be a big part of the uh, yeah. the plot. I thought they were going to get in trouble with these rednecks, and then when right when they thought that the rednecks were going to kill them. J- Jason go- yeah. starts killing. I thought that's the uh, direction. A smart movie would have done that. A smart yeah, you movie think so? That, well, yeah. I thought it was yeah. kind of funny to have this this it, funny intro. I don't they're know. Just, maybe just, it it was funny, but it was also just like it was just dumb and unneeded. It was like needed. nothing literally happened. That's true. None of the characters survive. You don't get to know any I'm of them not, beyond the fact that none of them have peripheral vision, right? Which was what really bothered me. Is that throughout throughout their whole partying well, really sequence, that that everybody is doing something party. behind other people's backs. Yeah, like there's the one girl who is just like stripping and showing her boobs to this guy, and then, and then the guy, the while he's talking to uh, a, a guy whose back is turned to that, the you know, guy B cannot see the girl showing her boobs, but guy A can, and guy A is very much just motioning to her that he wants to have sex, right? And guy B for whatever reason, is so fucking clueless as to all of this going on around him. And all of the teenagers are like that. Because yeah. all of them have a moment where something is happening behind them and they're just like, what? <laughs> like, what's going on? Uh, I like, think what is happening? that Marcus Nispel just really knew the franchise. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, uh, Because it does feel like a Friday the 13th movie without being That's like... True. The latter films where it's all about Jason being 100% unstoppable. Right. You know what I and, mean? And like supernatural. Yeah. yeah that yeah, kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I do I do like that. I do like grounding Jason. You know, just making yeah. him an ugly motherfucker who likes a hockey mask. Like, Well, he survived good. drowning apparently. Yeah, apparently. We don't know exactly how that happened. And they did the yeah. scene again that they did in the second movie where Danielle... Hannah Baker playing uh, Jenna. Uh, she finds uh, Mrs. Voorhees' head that he has Marcus kept. Yeah, yeah. Um, so all that is still canon. That the her losing her head in the first movie, which spoilers. Did you for recognize? Movie, I'm pretty sure we did that. One Danielle Hannah Baker. Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't necessarily remember all of the things I recognize her from, but she was in Sky High and a lot of other Disney stuff. Also, the Flash and Green That's and right. Green yes, she Kaylin was. That, yeah, I forgot. She was yeah. uh, Killer Frost. That's what I know her from. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, I think I've seen Sky High once, but I was a kid and don't remember anything about didn't, it. Didn't she like finally became Killer Frost and then she left the show? Isn't that what happened? Um, I feel like she was Killer Frost for a couple seasons, but like it was a weird multiple or personality disorder kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was weird. And then, anyway, she so is, is apparently in a relationship with Trent, uh, played by Man, Travis yes. Van Winkle, 
Uh, Travis Van Winkle, uh, I don't really know him for other things, but it's always been this character, I feel like. He slept a long time, right? <laughs> yes, he did. He did. He, uh, Travis, he sure did. He, I mean, he started off as Rip, and when he woke up, he was like, well, <laughs> nobody's name is Rip. Nobody so, knows my Rip anymore. <laughs> I guess I'll be Travis. And he asked a guy, he asked a guy walking along the road, he's like, hey, what do you guys call a big fi anymore? And he's just like, oh, fuck, that's a Travis. And he's like, that's okay. a Travis. <laughs> oh, Travis. man, I just, I just Travised in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know why the guy walking along the road told him it was a Travis. Maybe he'd hated a guy named Travis, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that's a Travis. <laughs> Oh, I'm Travis Van Winkle now. <laughs> His first name is Fat. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, he plays this super douchey rich kid. Travis does. Like, absolute badass. Uh, yeah. And he, like just yes, loves showing off his daddy's yeah. rich boy things but he also doesn't want anybody to touch any of it uh and he and he has invited all these friends over to uh, you know hang out and do stupid stuff that teenagers do like smoke weed and whatever yeah <laughs> anyways he is a dick and Jenna knows this, but I guess she's in it for the fun. Everybody else <laughs> oh, knows man, he's just, an asshole too, but that is friends. Kids. But they just want to, these people aren't very good people. They just hang yeah. out with him because they, he has stuff to have a good time with. You know, I just realized the intro does have a purpose because I was going to, I was going to bring in our, our main character, Clay Miller. Right. who is a good person that's right <laughs> he sees yes. through the bullshit and fights so, back uh, yes and he fights and he goes around with his brother and fights against evil things you might say supernatural things supernaturally but his brother's not in this his one brother's his brother's on vacation yeah. yeah uh jared uh Pad I said it earlier. Jared Padalecki. Padalecki. Sadly, we don't get Jensen Ackles, dude. It would be so fucking good if he was in this, too. I love Jensen If they were both in it, yeah. Yeah. Jensen Ackles for Red Hood live action. Please do it. That would be fun. I feel like his age still works. He played super, not super, Soldier Boy in The Boys. This oh, did he? That's awesome. Season. Yeah, he's nice. like he's like a Captain America rip that like causes explosions. Nice. That's pretty awesome. I know I should watch that show because I'd enjoy it, but I suck at that. <laughs> but he's not in this movie. Uh, no, nope, sadly not. Jared is. Jared Clay is, Miller. Yeah. Uh, and, and I remembered uh, the the intro actually matters mm. because one of the people does survive. From the yeah. intro. Oh, but I. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, she's missing. She's missing. She's missing. That's right. You're right. Uh, Clay is like. <laughs> not surviving at all. Maybe yeah. she's surviving. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I didn't just spoil that. <laughs> so, Clay, um, he is searching for his sister and he comes with yeah. flyers and stuff, and all the locals are like, uh, nobody goes in them woods that ain't no local and comes out because, and especially if they're teenagers, because Jason got him. Jason, Jason got him. Or his mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this town's uh, fucked up. 
It's fucked up. But yeah. Trent, Trent treats him like an absolute dickhole would when you know this guy comes up and says, "Hey, my sister's missing. Could I, you know, here's a flyer." And Trent's like, "You coming on to my woman, bitch? How fucking?" He doesn't say that, yeah, but like yeah. he's, he, but like, he has that even attitude. Even the first interaction when they're at the gas station before. Yeah, uh, they even make it out to the big house. They want to buy some stuff, and they're all waiting in line. You know, Travis, I mean, Trent is going to buy it all for oh, them because, I, you know, he's got yeah. the pockets. Okay, well, and Clay, money, Clay is talking to yeah. the register guy, asking him Clay if he knows like, anything, yeah, uh, asking maybe. if they take <laughs> the flyers from him. And then so Trent Clay, is like, hey, uh, you know, you've just kind of been sitting there for a while. Even, and I know you're talking about your sister, even though I'm going to pretend like I haven't noticed. Uh, would you please move out the fucking way? Yeah. He's like, get out. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, okay, dude, it's not your shop, but whatever. He's one of those characters that think that they own the world. Like, you know, certain political people that I we know of that weren't political yep. peoples not that very long ago. Upsetting, man. This movie is everlasting. Uh-huh. It affects even today. Yeah. the one. I will pers- say that is one of the biggest like, problems with this film is it actually feels very dated in regards to its quality because it does, it does have a very run-of-the-mill digital feel that was like the, the movies of the early 2000s. And, I mean, this was late 2000s, but... Like that era was just like pumping out these like just digital bland films because it's like the Matrix happened and had a huge crazy awesome CGI. Yeah, exactly. And but they none of them thought to put in as much effort as like the Matrix did. And so it's just it has that feel. It has this very bland blue, uh, blue filter kind of like you know Twilight quality like look and appeal. It's very. I would say that I do like the kills in this movie, though. I'm trying to remember them. Like, I I remember some. Okay, so there's this scene. I can't remember who's all who. I think it was Whitney, played by Amanda Rigetti. And she goes skinny dipping and is trying to get one of the other guys, maybe Wade, played by Jonathan uh, Sadowski. She's trying to get him to go skinny dipping with her. And she's in the water, and he's taking forever to get naked. Gets snuck up behind. Uh, no, he he does see Jason before he dies. I can't quite remember what happens, but it's a pretty quick yeah, I one. Think, That's pretty quick. Yeah, I think maybe he like turned around to yell or something, and then got the yeah. knife. Yeah, to, I can't maybe. remember. But then she sees him like all fucking dead and stuff, and so she hides underneath the dock. And Jason, yeah, <laughs> Jason, yeah, I love like, finds where she is under the dock, plunges his machete in, and then pulls it back up, which has her hit, like, her head, because it's stuck in her head, on the bottom right. of the dock, like, just so that her, you know, just so her, her boobs are, are perfectly out. out of the water, yeah, yep. and, and then, you know, it schlunks out, and she f- falls back in, it was, it was yeah. pretty good. It was pretty fucking hilarious, yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, it there were some moments like that where they knew what they're doing. And you know, Jason again he's got that that is one of his supernatural abilities, the ability to just find people. Like he just knows where you're hiding, it doesn't matter. 
and I love that scene because I'm sitting there telling like I was actually like kind of yelling at at her in that scene I was like what are you out of the water for like duck down yeah like why are you why are you above water in the first place like this is the moment where you hold your breath underwater and hope he walks the fuck away right that's that yeah that I was thinking the same thing but you know she did she did the next best thing which was try to be as quiet as she could underneath the pier. Right. They make sure her boobs are just above the water. <laughs> okay, but they weren't until he plunged the, the it I know, into her head. I know. Which I it was, it was well thought out though. Well choreographed. They knew what it was gonna be like. It was funny. And, and like and that is the thing. I still have fun with this movie, but I don't remember it. It's very mundane. Yeah. Uh, I do like the I do like the through plot with the supernatural boy going after his sister. You know, like I like that it gives the movie something to focus on, but he's not very much focused on. You know, like it's more focused on uh, Danielle or Panabaker. That's her name. It's more focused on her character and the assholes that she's surrounded by. Ish, yeah. Like they cut back to a lot of the characters, but it's like I guess she is supposed to be the leading lady. I mean, he's the bigger name, of course, because supernatural, right? But I don't know. Like I, I can't. It wasn't Whitney. I just remember because Whitney is uh, Clay's sister. But I, I don't remember oh, what right. character it was then. Who may or may not be dead. Who may or may not be. Yes. <laughs> You'll just have to find out by watching. You'll just have the to find. Film. No, I don't honestly recommend watching it. But yeah, just find out by reading the Wikipedia page. Let's uh, do closing <laughs> statements, though. I, I, t- I give it two and a half stars. I think it's it's fine. It is a good remake, like, in regards to it being fine. Yeah. It doesn't really deliver, and I understand, and I'm very happy that the franchise seems to have died since this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it wouldn't be something that I'd want right. to be continued yeah. from. <clears throat> no. Because it's, it's very lifeless. You know, it's just did, cold, and it's, like, like it's fine, mm-hmm. but there's no there's no excitement to it. There's no, like, uh, yes, I want more of this. Right. I, I give it a face. I give it a face. Okay, I think it's a competent movie. I really think for, you know, being a I, reboot of a only sometimes competent franchise, to be fair, right. that yeah. uh, it, it came out still feeling like some of the older movies, um, while also feeling a little cleaner than those older movies. <laughs> those older it, movies are pretty like... chopped together. <laughs> right. And I liked him having a bag on his face for the first half yeah, of the film. Yeah, it was a like, good callback. And then finding the mask. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. I did like that, yeah. But I, like, but him finding the mask just felt so very weird. It was mm-hmm. just like, he kills a guy, and then there's just a mask underneath the guy. And he's like, oh, cool. I like a mask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Yeah. But, him and the, but that shot of him putting it on, that was nice. That was fun, yeah. Well, all right. Before we move on to... Halloween again, again. We are going to take a soda pop break. I just remember because Whitney is uh, Clay. I love you. But I I don't know. (laughs) 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 Whitney. Just make us bake. Yeah, I think we're back. Okay, then. On to Halloween. 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 It sounds like. A nice place to live. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I, I would live in Hallow Green. Yeah. 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 That'd be beautiful. Yeah. Maybe it would. 
but it, it kind of also has a little bit of like the Godric's Hollow mm-hmm. feel, like the yeah, the Harry Potter. So, yeah, so like you know, kind of like yeah, majestic maybe, and rich. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah, we're calling it Hollow Green because it's the first of the David Gordon Green retconning sequel trilogy. Uh, it does away with every film from Halloween two on. Uh, it is it is the it is the sequel to John Carpenter's Halloween. From the fourth season of The Witch. It doesn't recon season of The Witch. It, it technically, no. You know, because that, that takes place in the real world where Halloween was a movie in that universe. Yeah. So, this is a movie inside a movie. This all this whole trilogy takes place in the season of The Witch meta world. That's right. And so does the first movie. So, all four of the movies. Yeah. Exactly. So you're right. It doesn't retcon season of the witch. That's very good. That's very good. And who because knows? That's the best of them all. Let's be honest. Who knows? <laughs> this movie could have retconned those other movies yeah. in the world of season of the witch. That's true. This world could true. be the world of season of the witch, fine, yeah. but just like our world could be. Our world well, could be. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. Let's get too deep. Revelations. Man. On this final episode of the playlist. <laughs> no, here we here we are. Though. This is the first of the trilogy, and to talk this film, I gotta immediately talk the the negatives this film's got going for it. First off, the name it's called Halloween. Yeah, it's those the sequel. Fucks. <laughs> yeah, like it's a sequel to a movie called Halloween, and they literally just called it Halloween. Like, yeah, go fuck yourself. What in the fuck? It's like now, we now already people, did this twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and people people literally now have to figure out how they talk about this film is it halloween 2018 is it yeah. hallow green is it you know john carpenter's halloween like how do you go about all this shit and it's just like they didn't need to do this especially I'm since they knew it was gonna be a trilogy Gordon green every time i want to talk about this movie i'm just not I, exactly do that. <laughs> no it's not it's not worth it and like it's it's also danny mcbride's uh, Halloween trilogy, the comedian right. Danny McBride. Right. Uh, he he wrote all three of these films alongside David Gordon Green, and I think John Fradley also wrote uh, all three of them. I'm not sure. Jeff Jeff Fradley. I just need to know if he wrote the other two, Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends. Uh, no, I don't think no, so. Scott it looks teams, like Scott uh, Teams teamed up with him. On he them. wrote Righteous Gemstones, though, which is uh, the TV show that. Uh, McBride is currently doing with HBO. Interesting. It's uh, it's about a fa- it's about a f- I think a family of uh, evangelists. Ooh. But I mean, or you know, yay, it's a, depending it's a on your, your choice of flavor. <laughs> it's it's obviously a comedy, and I'm guessing it's satirical. But uh, but yeah, Halloween 2018 takes place. I don't know, 20, 30 years later, however, 40 years later. I think later, it takes years. place in 2018. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So I guess it's 40 <laughs> years Forty years after the original one. Sam Loomis is dead because yep. obviously they, they didn't want to dishonor. There's a new Loomis. Donald Pleasance. That's his yeah, name. They didn't yeah. want to dishonor his Donald His voice Pleasance. is yeah. in it on a recording. Yeah, it's, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, they, that's one of like the laziest uh, script writing things, too. The, uh, there is a new Loomis, as you said, that is uh, yeah, I Ran- know. It was Ranbir so Sartain, played yeah. by Haluk 
Bilgener, sorry if I mispronounced her name. But yeah, when when uh, Jamie Lee Curtis playing Laurie Strode yet again, yeah. when she comes across Doctor Sartain, right she's just like, "Oh, you're the new Loomis." And I was just like, <laughs> I, I literally just face palm every time I hear that. I'm just like, yeah. that is so. This is the laziest <laughs> writing I've ever heard. Like, yeah. how do we describe your character? <laughs> oh, you're the new Loomis. <laughs> Got it. Right. It's oh like, oh, God. the audience uh, immediately knows with this line what this character <laughs> is. It's like we already knew. You did yeah, not need to point Jesus. it out. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was already established. They're trying very hard to, like, enforce that Lori is, is a hardened person now. She's, yeah. like, she's closed herself off from the world. And it's just like, a, it's one of those, like, fuck you kind of throwaway lines. I'm just like, sure. it doesn't come across that way. It comes across as, I don't know if the audience yeah. understands yet that this is the new Dr. Loomis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and honestly, like, Dr. Sartain's storyline is pretty wild. Yeah, it's, there's a twist. It's yeah. the dumbest twist ever. I hate it. It's so stupid. <sighs> and when it happens, I'm, I'm like, really absolutely pissed because the... I, I, I don't know if we should give the twist away. I don't think but so. But let's just say that um, Deputy Frank Hawkins is involved in the scene where there is the twist, where the twist happens. Yes. Deputy it, Frank Hawkins is played by the amazing Will Patton. And right. he uh, something happens to Frank Hawkins, I'll say. And I was really mad that it happened, at, you know, in this yeah. angle, in, in the twist. I was just like, really? Come on. If any if anything's supposed to happen to Frank, it should happen from the hands of Michael. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's Will Patton. <laughs> You bastards. Yeah, I think we're back. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, Lori, as you said, is this hard, like, cold person now. And, you know, she knows that Michael is being moved. And it's really, you know, agitating her old coping mechanisms from her trauma, i.e. her alcoholism and severe paranoia. And she... It is kind of interesting that they use that as like a callback to to uh, H20 because right. that's where it was kind of established that she was an alcoholic. And she's much different too. In she this is than much she different. Was in H20 because yeah, like, even yeah, she, like she was more like reserved and in control in that that movie. Right. I mean, she still had her. She was a functioning but alcoholic. Yeah. And right. and this Lori should never be around alcohol. In fact. She no. comes to a party for her <laughs> granddaughter, Allison, at a restaurant to... It's a it's a congratulatory dinner so for graduating high school. And uh, right. she comes there and she immediately grabs her daughter's husband, her right. son-in-law's and so wine, and chugs so it. Yeah, that's so bad. It is. But that scene, I gotta say, it's really good. Jamie Lee Curtis yeah, yeah, is Jimmy, really good in that scene. There's a lot of scenes where she agrees. really brings it in this movie. And I'm really happy with that. I actually really enjoy this first uh, this first addition to the trilogy because I like the focus on Jamie. And I like the focus on Michael, too, because it's like, it, it, it's really bringing back, because she mentions it a lot throughout the movie, that you know people question, there's these investigative journalists who question her right. on whether the boogeyman is a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah, the boogeyman is definitely a real thing. Like, you're a fucking idiot. This isn't just a deranged serial killer. There's more to Michael. You know, and, and they even have a throwaway line with her, her granddaughter, Allison, 
um, who you know that just so you yeah, know that the second books. movie is not part of this this canon. Hmm. Like, wasn't weren't they brother and sister? Weren't weren't uh, Laurie Strode and Michael yeah. brother and sister? And it's she's like, like no, that was just some it. stupid idea somebody else had. Gotcha. And it's just like again, it's just like the, the that had yeah. to be a Danny McBride line. Like it was. Like I mean, a, a it's funny. funny. Like, it, 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 I yeah. think it would be especially funny in the theaters. Yeah, I, don't I remember, remember if it. we went, if I went with you to see. Yeah, it. I'm not sure, uh, but I think I watched it with my parents. Actually, I feel like I remember watching it with my mom, and then she wasn't like a fan because Michael is very brutal in this movie. Oh like, yeah, he kills kids. Yeah. Just fair warning out there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very yeah. fair to throw that warning out because there's two. I guess one's technically a teenager. But there's one that is definitely like an eight year old, nine year old boy yeah. Yeah. that well, gets didn't killed. It, did he get? Did he? I don't think they showed it, but did That's he kill the little boy that was being babysitted? Uh, that was just so fucking I, I, funny. I prefer to believe that he got away. I don't okay. think they showed anything. I don't think they showed anything. But he that is the that is the best kid in all of uh, yes. horror yeah, movies. By yeah. the way, <laughs> I love that so kid. Funny. <laughs> I wish so, I remember well, we what gotta find, We gotta was. find who that kid is. Uh, there, I think I found it. Jabrail Nantambu playing Julian Morrissey, a little boy whom Vicky babysits. Uh, Vicky is Miles Robin. She's one of the friends of, of Allison. I don't think I mentioned Allison's played by Andy Matichak. That's right. She, she Andy Matichak. Spoilers, just so you know, she survives this. Sadly, I'm I'm sorry to spoil that. Uh, but she is in all three of these films. She's one of the her and her and Jamie Lee Curtis is one of the maintaining Main things. And so is J- James Jude Courtney. James Jude Courtney plays Michael Myers, and I think in all three films, uh, they do bring back Nick Castle, who played him, you know, way back in the first one. But he only does like one scene, and then he does the breathing sounds. So like, gotcha, you know, gotcha. They actually show somebody's face for Michael. They do. Yeah, James, I think. Okay. uh, But he had facial, a little bit of stubble and stuff. Yeah. And that's during the investigation uh, of these journalists that you talked about before. Right. Really important to the story. They're exposition vehicles. We'll we'll get back to Julian when we get to him in the plot, but yeah, I like the the intro is with the investigative journalist because they come to, you know, visit with Michael before he gets right. transferred to this high tech you know big facility kind of thing, and, and yeah. you know it's a very funny scene where who are the investigative journalists? What are their names? Oh, I don't know. Jefferson Hall playing Aaron Corey, and oh damn. Dana Haynes, yeah. do you think? Yeah, the character. There it is. Yeah. Ryan Ryan Rees playing right. Dana so, Haynes. Oh, audience, uh, two true crime podcasters. Right. Yeah, and you got you got Jefferson Hall yelling at at Michael. You know, he's just yeah, like, "What do you Jesus. feel?" or yeah. whatever. You know, yeah. he's like, "Here's the mask," and he holds up the mask, and he's like, yeah. and, "And for whatever yeah. reason, the doctor." I, I mean, obviously, we know foreshadowing the twist. Yeah why the doctor allows him to just keep yelling at him with the mask in front of this right. deranged psychopath. Right. Right. Like it's hey, pretty crazy. most doctors would put an end to that. <laughs> yes. But uh, so it's ridiculous. Aaron Corey, this character oh, that is not that much in the movie, doctors. but I really do enjoy yeah. Jefferson Hall's portrayal because yeah, it's pretty- he, he's just so self-important as the host of this podcast. 
Like, yeah. like he's so dramatic. Like it, it's yeah. just so over the top, and it's like, uh it, it just works both, really well. I don't think so. That's, yeah, they're I, both a little ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, like, they are. There's one but, scene where this lady leads them to uh, Judith, um, Michael's sister's grave, whatever her name was. Right. Um, Judith, Judith Myers. Myers, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. But, and my, well, who was Jason's mom? Was that Judith also? No, it was Pamela. Right. Yeah. Something like that. That was, I, I think, the actor's name, but I'm not sure. Maybe it was Judith, too. Judith Voorhees. No, it might be <laughs> Pamela Voorhees. I think you're right. Pamela Voorhees. Okay. I don't remember. I, I just had a moment of being like, oh, my God, is this like a Batman versus Superman moment where they both have the same, like, uh, name? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, he, they t- uh, this this lady takes the investigative podcasters to that grave and she like she she makes like a comment or she asks them a question and they like blatantly ignore her and start recording for the podcast and it's like it's overly dramatic and kind of like over the top like investigative podcast kind of shit and i'm just like that lady like i would i would be so fucking annoyed with these people if i was that lady like because like you're having a conversation and they just immediately just like drop the conversation to start doing their podcast i'd be like what is fucking rude like what the hell yeah but as a producer of podcasts i do understand their verve a little bit especially if it's the only thing they do uh but yeah they're definitely over the top 100 percent. yeah i mean like i don't know i feel like it would be it'd be the equivalent of you and me mid like mid board game night with friends yeah be like oh we're gonna go record (laughs) well like not even like we're gonna go record we just throw our phones on the table and just hit like record buttons and start recording an episode in front of everybody and they'd be like what the fuck what the fuck we have some guest stars with us today (laughs) (laughs) you're live here with (laughs) you're you're on the couch what did you have it's to say ridiculous. about Spider-Man 3? Uh, I, I, di- I didn't see Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're watching it right now. <laughs> Look at the screen. Look at the screen. It's Spider-Man 3. This is, is Tobey Maguire's dance moves. They're fucking fabulous. Yes, they're amazing. I saw this child on Instagram dance doing the dance. He remembers Rizmer. Yeah, I saw that it. too. It was hilarious. Oh, beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> But uh, I will say it's nice when the uh, the the true crime podcasters because they're not like bad people they're just like mildly irksome people yeah where you're just like you like you enjoy them but at the same time you're like you guys are so in your head it's just mm-hmm. so silly but I to to spoil something it's very it's one of the first earlier kills when Michael goes free because mid transfer he busts out like a motherfucker does and you know he starts his killing spree again because that's what he does. And he finds these inv- these true crime podcasters yeah. who uh, ridiculed him and half his mask. Yeah, that he wants the mask for sure. That scene in the bathroom is phenomenal. I, mean, I love that scene. I think it, it's so gory and gross. For a minute here, so I, you know, we we'd watched this before, right? And I and I'm pretty sure that I watched it to watch Halloween right. Kills when when we did that, and what a waste of yeah. time. But anyways, um, <laughs> I I decided that I could work on my computer because I had the the urge to write a new D and D class. It, I'm nice, writing okay. Writing a witch class, 
And ADHD so, brain, I get yeah, it. Yeah, so I was pretty focused, I think, during that scene on uh, how to. Well, let me potions. say it, it starts off with the uh, with the lady uh, Dana Haynes, true crime podcaster, in the toilet of a gas station. It's a pretty gross toilet. Oh, uh, there's three stalls. They're all nasty. And this person comes in and very slowly walks up to each stall and knocks on the door. I wish and it's it's a very tense, like nice, good, tense building kind of thing. And meanwhile, while that's happening, you you follow Jefferson Hall, Aaron Corey, true crime podcaster, uh, who was pumping up the gas. He goes to pay for the gas, and he spots three de- or two dead bodies. Oh, One of yeah. them. That's so funny. grossly mutilated in the face that the jaw was like falling off. Yeah, you know, it was just like it was so smashed into a table that it was it was really good makeup job, like really really nicely done. But then he sees another body who's completely naked because Michael's got his maintenance right. man suit because that's, that's what he right. came, comes to gas stations for is to find a maintenance man suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to have it, damn it. So it was like it was a nice building he's because just, it's like he's gotta be comfortable to slay dozens. Exactly, he's he, it's he's slowly reawakening. That's the thing, and and one of the things um, it's a, it's a so... constant theme throughout all three of the Halloween uh, David Gordon Green's Some Halloween trilogy. The intro, you know how they always have like the flickering pumpkin while they're doing the mm-hmm. opening credits and everything. Uh-huh. It, it's a theme for all three of these films that the intro is a metaphor, a symbol. You know what the movie's going to be about. Yeah, and it became in this a one, jack o' lantern, like it was a rotted. Yeah, jack o' lantern. It was a rotted, crushed yeah. pumpkin, and it, it came back to life. You know, as yeah. the credits rolled. And that's that's, that's Michael cool. in this movie. He's coming back, baby. He's he's I finding see. his fire. You thought he was dead. You thought zombie killed him. <laughs> exactly. And at the same time it's it's the exact same thing with uh with Lori with Jamie Lee Curtis's character. It's it's her coming back to life because she has walled herself off. She's estranged right. from her family. That's true. And it's her coming out and being like I'm going to fucking face this demon. I'm yeah. going to kill it and we're going to have a damn good time. Like there there's some good Dana thought that went yeah. into this trilogy. Uh, to, there's some good thought that went into this movie, particularly I think, especially uh, right. Jamie with her performance. I think she worked really hard on this role. And I agree uh, with you. The family dynamic I thought was really interesting. I feel like Judy Greer's uh, performance was a Judy Greer performance. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get what you pay for. Judy. Yeah, I love yeah. her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And Great Archer. Um, and Andy Matichak, a- Allison, uh, I thought was a good, yes. a good choice uh, for that so character, and I really enjoyed how she, you know, wanted to know her really grandmother, even though right. she knows that she's this terribly troubled person. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I really appreciate so that storyline. Yeah, the uh, only thing I didn't like were the non moments so with Allison. Like, it's you know, just are, are the non-those moments with Allison, the moments where it's just a teen drama just with her and her boyfriend really well. yeah. and her boyfriend's that, that friend. Is, yes, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Those, I do like... Those scenes I just could not care about at all. I hated those those scenes. It's just like, I don't fucking care about you kids. Like... <laughs> yeah, I can I can feel that. But uh, Dylan Arnold, the, playing her boyfriend, Cameron yeah. uh, Elam, I do yep. think that they got a lot of potential. 
Uh, and I think I and I think I remember saying that no, when we watched be it before. Man, yeah, uh, I don't know that I've seen. He's the asshole, right? Else. Uh, he's the boyfriend who dressed up as Bonnie, as in Bonnie yeah. and Clyde. <laughs> um, he yeah. cheats on her, tosses her phone into the pudding for no reason. Yeah, like, he does do that. Yeah. He's drunk. Completely has like a yeah. full asshole scene where you're kind of like, okay, you should be killed by Michael next. And instead they kill the innocent kid, his best friend, yeah. who's just like accidentally like he thought that she was hitting on him. So he tried to steal a kiss. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, now instead of that, the asshole kid who tossed her phone into pudding dying, you're gonna die, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I was so sad. Well, I don't. Who is that kid? What's his name? Uh, the the friend. The friend. I don't know. Oscar. But just Oscar, played by Drew Shade. Yeah, I do um, want to give some some news that I just. Well, I, I mean, do, I'm not breaking it here, but Dylan Arnold <laughs> is going to be playing Frank Oppenheimer in a film called Oppenheimer that's supposed to. Oh, Christopher Nolan's new movie. Yeah. Interesting. I, yeah, I did not know that it was going to be him or that it was coming to be fair yeah, like, but i oh, do love christopher oh yeah it's, as, you know check out the yeah check out the trailer it's a really really good trailer <laughs> i will that yeah. sounds really I mean, good. i'm excited just because it's christopher nolan like yeah. i haven't i haven't loved every we single movie of his but i have enjoyed most yes. of them to be excited <laughs> i for think all his delve into war movies <laughs> has been pretty good couch. yeah yeah what i'm kind of surprised we haven't done Spider-Man any war movies i think i got kind of over it for a little while but honestly growing up i really enjoyed band of brothers yeah, right? <laughs> we'll do Band of Brothers. We'll screen. do a whole playlist on all three. all the episodes of Band of Brothers. <laughs> yes. No, no we don't have to do that. <laughs> it's beautiful though. It is a really powerful uh, miniseries. Uh, but you know, we could play, watch Patton and the Civil War ones. There's a lot. Gods and Generals. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there's a lot that we could watch. Yeah. I'm not a huge war movie fan. Okay, well then we'll just throw it in every once in a while. Yeah, I'll dip my toes into them, get back in there. But yeah, with with Halloween and uh, with Halloween, Halloween, Jesus, they're all all getting lost in my head. We we still do need to talk. I mentioned we'd come back to him, Julian Morrissey again, played by Jabril Nantambu, the little boy who was uh, being babysit by Allison's best friend Vicky. Um, complete adorable, like yeah. beautifully hilarious scene. He, like Vicky's talking on the phone and trying to use code, and he's like, "Bitch, I know you're talking about weed." <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so funny. Their their chemistry together is like, you know, very cute babysitter and and kid who who like each other but are acting like they hate each other. Like yeah. it's nice. Yeah. And, and then when 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 Michael is in the house. And the kid's like, I think I saw Michael. Or like, you know, he's like, I saw somebody but with a mask in, on. Like, um, we gotta get the fuck out of here. I, and then, like, he runs down the stairs when when Vicky's like, okay, I'll go check it out. She gets brutally murdered, and he runs down the stairs to to Vicky's boyfriend. There he is, Dave, played by Miles Robbins. And he's like, Dave, get the fuck out! You're gonna die if you go up there. Yeah. <laughs> he just dashes out of the house, man. Okay, I I I did just look up, and you know, not to hold any spoilers back i guess he he is in the other two movies of this trilogy is he really good i don't i do not remember him in the other ones but that's that's what i just saw right here that makes me happy 
he's worthy of being in all of them. He is yeah. the, just the most adorable kid, and I love that scene. It really, it really saves a lot of this movie. I mean, this movie doesn't have you know crazy negatives. It, it's really just. I mean, I guess to close on it for me, it, it's it's a good film. It really does have a lot of thought going into it. It's a good restart, you know, another another sequel to the original. It, it does it does a fine job. I like the focus on on Lori, especially like her her mental uh, development from the first mm. movie. It's really nice. I enjoy that. I like all the family play and everything. And the only stuff I really hate is the the That's kid right. deaths and the. Uh, yeah. The weird teen drama stuff. The teen drama just comes out of left field, and I'm just like, I don't fucking care about this. <laughs> yeah, He's definitely. My closing statement, I, I go ahead and we'll give it a face. It is definitely one of the better Halloween movies. And I, I can't say that it's better than the original, but it's definitely better than a lot of the sequels. Uh, it it makes it in the top four, I would say, for me. Yeah, probably. Like, maybe even yeah. top three. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I do give it three stars. Okay. I think I forgot to say that. So. That's a pretty good rating. Uh, I think it's a good movie. It's worth watching. I, I can't say the, tr- the same for the yeah, trilogy because I, I haven't seen the last and I can't yeah. remember Dick All except for not liking Halloween Kills. I know. Halloween Kills yeah. is just so stupid. <laughs> Michael's made us all into monsters. All of Haddonfield's a monster now. Dead. You thought Jesus Christ was so stupid. <laughs> mob mentality was like I like the idea behind the mob mentality, but like that movie just did not do it right. I don't no. think. Okay, which question should I ask you first? What was your favorite of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, or which was your least favorite of the Halloween movies? <laughs> Jesus. I, I mean, I, first and foremost, I think it's obvious that Halloween wins this one for me. Oh, right. We got to do that. You're right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah it is a better movie the uh, than the remake. So Halloween got another one. Yeah, it sure did. Job, but you know what? Friday the 13th actually tried. They actually came it back did try. this time around. Yeah. And if and if Nightmare on Elm Street had another uh, movie, we all know based on the history of this playlist <laughs> that it would have beat both films <laughs> just by pure uh, yeah, imagination and alone. It did win, right? And, um, like these guys couldn't have caught up. Yeah, yeah. Overall, it had the most victories Andy, easily. What like, was the final score? Do you have it? Um, I don't have it. I I think it was like some along the lines of Nightmare had five, and I think Halloween might have eked out three and a half. Wow. And then maybe two or three for right. for Friday. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't well, know the actual scores and tallies. Nicely done, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Wes Craven. Indeed. Uh, Round of applause to the you, most imaginative horror franchise we've ever had. Yeah. Good job, Craven. You made... A terrifying, beautiful, beautiful baby genius. Yeah. Oh, we love you, Craven. Yes, we'll always yeah. uphold you as a pure angel yeah. of horror. Like but getting back so to good. my questions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I think it's yeah, easier to answer what my favorite Friday the 13th uh, film is. Would you okay. say favorite or least favorite? I, I think I said f- favorite Friday. Favorite of Friday. That's obvious. Jason X. It's a goddamn masterpiece of, of stupidity. Like, I love it. They had fun. It's perfect. Uh, least favorite of Halloween. Huh. 
That's a hard one. That's a really hard one. Uh, yeah. Because I think it would be... Um, I have to look at a list. It would be in the Jamie trilogy. So, like, the mm. the number four through six would be one of those films, I think. Right. Yeah, um, no, actually, I think it would be Resurrection. I think it would be Re- Halloween Resurrections, the, the, the H20 sequel. Like, cause that movie's just... That pissed me off. H20? Oh, the I'm sequel sure. to it. Oh, really? The, no, actually, you know, it would be the one in the house. Right. I always forget the one in the that, house exists. It'd that be the is house the with sequel. the cameras. That is the sequel to H20. That's Resurrections? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, it's that one. Okay. It's that one. Yeah, that, right. one, that one's shit. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> Same I questions to you. Actually, no, reverse yeah, the questions. Give me, so give me, no, give me different. Yeah, give me different questions. Yeah. Least favorite nightmare film uh, and favorite, favorite Halloween film. Not breaking it here, but Dylan Arnold is going. Least to favorite nightmare movie. I think I know which one it is. I'm pretty sure that it is Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Like I, I think it's way worse than any of the other films. It, it, it has a right. It puts the bar pretty... It's an outlier, really, That's is what it is. It is just super sloppy. Like, yeah, I, really I don't like feel like uh, 5 was a super yes. clean movie either, but it was better was than Freddy's Dead, and, The Final Nightmare. Uh, that that one where his like he and you know he possesses his daughter or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking stupid. I was trying to I was trying to pull up the title so that I could like try to remember what Freddy's Dead was about. I remember. You're right. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. No. Uh, And and now, (laughs) what was your other question? Uh, favorite Halloween. I believe. Favorite Halloween. Uh, favorite but, you Halloween. know, we play, watch Pat. I got. I got to think about this. Uh, huh. Oh boy. The Civil War one. Uh, that's a little bit harder because it. I. I. All right. It might be okay, between. We'll just throw it in every. Fuck, once man! It might actually be Season of the Witch. I, I think Dude, that's good. I think it's literally which because it's just so much fun. But if it, if, if you got to talk strictly Michael Myers, it's honestly hard to choose uh, between Halloween and Hollow Green for me because I think yeah, that's fair. I think they did a lot of good stuff in Hollow Green, but Halloween is obviously a classic. Yeah, I'll let your discrepancy slide. That's fair. <laughs> no, I, I honestly, though, I agree with the high praise on Season of the Witch. Uh, I know you haven't asked me the question yet, so I'll keep my go favorite ahead. Halloween film under oh. wraps so far. Sorry. Oh, I'll, I'll go ahead. Yeah, yeah. you go ahead. Oh, you I was going to say, though, that, be my next that Season of the Witch yeah, Season of the Witch is my second favorite um, Halloween film. Like, right. I, I fucking That's love that movie. It's so out of, out of left field. It's so funny. Then what's but my favorite? favorite is favorite is the classic John Carpenter's Halloween. It's 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 scared nice. me since I was a kid, man. Nice. It's so good. Now tell me, what is your favorite nightmare movie? Man, it's so difficult. I know because okay. been a hard I one out of the way. The original is perfect. I love Freddy's uh, Freddy's Revenge, the second one, because it's a hilarious like LGBT, yeah, like yeah, it's, gay fantasy. It's so it's funny. Yeah, 
Dream Warriors, man. Number three. It's a fucking strong that's film. Fucking that's good movie. But I, right. I don't know, like, because I need to watch New Nightmare more. I need to watch Wes Craven's New Nightmare because I think that honestly might be my favorite because it's so fucking smart. Like, it's, so it's, good. it's just like the original where it's so imaginative. It took everything. I was just like, I'm going to flip that on its head and do it again. Yeah, and like, definitely. It might be New Nightmare for me. All right. All right. That was two questions for you. Hit me. Um, Your favorite Friday. My favorite and, Friday. And your favorite nightmare. Hmm. <sighs> Hmm. 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 Yeah, it's Jason X. I didn't really have to think that hard. I just wanted to look nice. through the titles. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be Jason X. Man. It's got to be. Best. It's the only one that I honestly feel is that worth watching. Uh, right. like there's some good stuff in all of uh well there's some good stuff in a, a good portion of these films number six number, number six, six is good. is that the one with the psychic powers uh, yeah, i don't remember that's the one with that's the, kids. the one with the psychic powers yeah but the one with Corey, i believe is four the final chapter <laughs> oh yeah that's Which where is, what's the one with uh What's the one with uh, Crispin, Crispin Glover? I'm that pretty name? sure that's four as well. It just had nice absolutely it. no... Yeah, it had absolutely no connection to the other story. Yeah. That one is pretty baller. Pretty I do baller. love that one. I almost picked that one as my favorite, but Jason X. It still pales. It just pales to Jason X mastery. <laughs> what was your it other question? Stupid. Uh, f- favorite Favorite nightmare. My favorite nightmare has to be New Nightmare, man. It is so good. But yes, Dream Warriors, I think, is second. And then maybe it has to be the original. Yeah. Yeah. New Nightmare just blew my mind, honestly. It was so meta. It was was just... It was so good. It like it's so right. meta that it pulls you back into the world at the end. It's so fucking good. I agree. What ones have you not asked me yet? I have not asked you your least favorite nightmare. Least favorite nightmare and my least favorite Friday. Friday, I think. That's right. Okay. I really hate to say Freddy's Dead as my least favorite because it's directed by Rachel Talele. And I love Rachel Talele. But it's really bad. uh... (laughs) It's really bad. It really is bad. Like It it has to be the one I choose. Uh, or Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, I could choose yeah. Freddy vs. Jason. That was a pretty bad movie too, but it, I honestly think my personal opinion out of love is out of love for Rachel Talele. I have to choose Freddy vs. Jason. All right, Jason. there you go. He loves She's you. She's done Rachel. wonders for Doctor Who franchise, so I just I respect her madly. <laughs> Good. And uh, least favorite Friday. Oh, that's a tough one. So many of them suck. Uh, yeah, that's really hard. Jesus. It'd have to be Jason Goes to Hell the final Friday. You know, I, since I know that's one of your last two questions, I have to agree with you. I couldn't even pay attention to that fucking movie. It was so bad. Man. Bad. So uh, bad. Yeah, so I agree with you. 
And I think uh, what would be my uh, last question for you would it be I, least favorite Halloween? Yeah, I think that's right. Well, it's not Resurrections because that's honestly one of my higher on the list for me. I thought it was just an interesting I concept. Uh, I love it. I love that. Yeah. But the my least favorite one, it's probably the second. No, it's got to be The Curse of Michael Myers, the one that we came back to. That one was pretty fucking... No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. My apologies. <laughs> Zombieween 2 is the worst fucking Halloween movie that's, ever. That's very fair. Ever. That's very fair. I, I, I don't even know how you could put Resurrections next to it. I ha- I forgot about it. I forgot about it. That's how bad it was. I had to put it out of my mind because I hated you're it. Right? Really? Hey, you're right. I just I hate resurrection with a passion. That, that so is it because it's, it's because of close. those two? What they did to Lori at the beginning of that movie was yeah. stupid. They just they yeah. didn't have to involve her at all. I understand no, that, yeah. but if they didn't involve her at all. Then I think concept-wise, I think concept-wise, it's more interesting than some of the stuff that, like, like the Curse of Michael Myers. That That one is pretty choppy and got all that occult shit in it. That's stupid. Yeah, a lot of people like that one for some reason too. It's weird. The whole Jamie trilogy is weird. Yeah, it is. Four, five, and six. Okay, I think we did the show though. Well, we got one more bigger question. Oh. It's the end of a playlist as well. We've done all the franchises. What's the big boy winner? Is it the best movie? Yeah, Yeah, I think it has to be a new nightmare. Like, the other ones that I picked just don't even compare, I think. Right? Yeah, it's it's a big struggle for me. I really, really, really badly want to choose Halloween. Because it sits so close to my heart. It's, you know, John Carpenter's masterpiece. Like, it's so fucking good. Yeah. But there's some, there's some, like, really beautiful about New Nightmare. It really like, there's, is. There's so much thought There's, like, in it. truth yeah. in it or something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another sad thing, is as much as I love John Carpenter, as much as he's meant to me ever since I was very young and first watched Halloween, Wes Craven has delivered some of the best scares yeah. of my life. Like, yeah, for sure. I gotta love that man. For sure. He's so smart. Uh, I 100% so agree with you. Real quick, what's just the worst out of all of it? Oh, man. For me, I know. I I don't think ahead. I can you ever forget again that my hatred for Halloween 2, uh, Zombieween 2, rather. <laughs> it is so bad. It made me, it actually made me upset. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't pay attention to Jason Goes to Hell. But Halloween 2 made me actually upset. That's fair. Yeah. God, it's got to be Resurrections. <laughs> no, it, it'd probably be Halloween 2. You're right. Yeah. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's a hard one to answer because I really just, there's so many of them that are just like forgetful and dumb. Yes. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. But God, Halloween 2, it, it's trash garbage. Uh, so now we did do the show. Uh, we good did job. do the show. New nightmare. Yeah. It was real good, uh, and we didn't even talk about you this time. <laughs> but thank you all who who stayed with us from the very beginning. Uh, we're very happy to have you all here listening in. 
Love Definitely. you so so much. Go ahead. Uh, happy happy Halloween. I know the spooky season is over with, but yeah, we extended it for this you one last episode. That's right. And I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels. That's your second. And good night. <laughs> Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting, yeah. Good movie. It's so good. Yeah, definitely. All right, all right. That was two questions for you. Hit me. My favorite Friday. Hmm. 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 Yeah, it's Jason X. I didn't really have to think that hard. I just wanted to look through the titles. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's the only one that I honestly feel is that worth watching. Uh, like, there's some good stuff in all of uh Well, there's some good stuff in a good portion of these films. Number six is... Is that the one with the psychic powers? Yeah, it is. That's the one with the psychic powers. Yeah. Um, but the one with Corey, I believe, is four, the final chapter. <laughs> That's where... I'm pretty sure that's four as well. It just had absolutely no... Yeah, it had absolutely no connection to the other story. Yeah, I do love that one. I almost picked that one as my favorite, uh, but Jason X. <clears throat> what was your other question? My favorite nightmare has to be New Nightmare, man. It is so good. But yes, Dream Warriors, I think, is second, and then maybe it has to be the original. Um but yeah, New Nightmare just blew my mind. Honestly, it's so meta. It was, it's just, it's so good. It like it's so meta that it pulls you back into the world at the end. It's so fucking good. I have not asked you your least favorite nightmare. 
Friday. That's right. But it's really bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was a pretty bad movie too, but it, I honestly think my personal opinion is... Alright, there you go. He loves you, Rachel. Good. Uh, yeah, that's really hard. You know, I since I know that's one of your last two questions, I have to agree with you. I couldn't even pay attention to that fucking movie. It was so bad uh yeah so i agree with you i th yeah i think that's right well it's not resurrections because that's honestly one of my uh, higher on the list for me um i thought it was just an interesting concept uh but the my least favorite one it's probably the second um no it's gotta be the curse of michael myers the one that we came back to that one was pretty fucking no 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 my apologies zombie ween 2 is the worst fucking halloween movie ever ever I, I don't even know how you could put Resurrections next to it. I ha I forgot about it. I forgot about it. That's how bad it was. I had to put it out of my mind because I hated it. Is it because because of it, what they did to Lori at the beginning of that movie was stupid. They just they didn't have to involve her at all. I understand that. But if they didn't involve her at all then i think concept wise <laughs> i think concept wise it's more interesting than some of the stuff that like like the curse of michael myers that one is pretty choppy and got all that occult shit in it that's stupid mm. Mm. yeah it is it's weird Okay, I think we did the show, though. Oh. Oh. Who's the best movie? Who's the... Yeah, I think it has to be A New Nightmare. Like, the other ones that I picked just don't even compare, I think. yeah it really is there's like truth in it or something yeah
Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, I 100% agree with you. Um, real quick, what's just the worst out of all of it? For me, I know. I, I don't think I can ever forget again that my hatred for Halloween 2, uh, Zombieween 2, rather, it is so bad. It, it made me, it actually made me upset. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't pay attention to Jason Goes to Hell, but Halloween 2 made me actually upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's true. But God, Halloween two, it it's trash garbage. Uh, so now we did do the show. Uh, good job, New Nightmare. It was real good, uh, and we didn't even talk about you this time. Definitely. That's right. And I am the Faceless Leon. Safe travels and good night. Ooh! <laughs>